0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The Premiership returns this weekend With Christopher Julian looking to bounce back From a wake-up call at Livingston Rangers get ready to travel to Hearts But is Tynecastle still seen as a tough place to go? And Derek McInnes wishes the transfer window was open already So that he could add to his Aberdeen squad I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Back to league business this weekend Gordon and Rangers top the tree After Celtic's disappointment at Livingston And Rangers running over the top of Hamilton We're back to the business end And it's an important month for both Because we've got three European ties for both to negotiate A semi-final in there And numerous games in between And you wonder how both squads will cope from that, cope with that Starts on Saturday Celtic you would think heavy favourites against Ross County To make up for the Livy game I wonder how Rangers will fare at Tynecastle against an underperforming Hearts. However, still a dangerous fixture. Yeah, looking forward to the weekend's uh, fixtures. Also, uh, you've got third place Motherwell up against Aberdeen. Terrific game at Fir Park. But everybody will be concentrating on Celtic first to see if they can go back to the top of the league. And then it's up to Rangers at Tynecastle. I think that Rangers will easily win at Tynecastle. I know that it's a... Well-known place of being a difficult place to go and pick up results But I think Hearts are a very poor side Rangers are playing too well They've got too much strength And I think they will beat Hearts easily on Sunday This may be more to do with the, the national team than anything But these international breaks They seem like they're getting longer and longer They're yeah. the same length as they've always been yeah. But it seems like ages ago we played the last domestic yeah, action I mean, we were in here in the studio uh, Celtic away at Livy You're right, it seems an eternity ago and it doesn't help when our international results aren't the greatest But I think everybody looks forward to getting back to business Especially the players I was one of the players, unfortunate enough To miss out in many international games But I liked a wee break for a few days But you're dying for the, the players to return Get back into normal training And get back to business with, with league action And I'm sure both sides, Celtic and Rangers Will be desperate for different reasons Rangers will probably want to kick on and show that they can continue after that great result they had at home in their, in their good form Celtic kicking themselves at Livingston their players will want to go out there and make amends at home to Ross County on Saturday Yeah, I do agree I think that uh, everyone's gearing up towards Saturday and Sunday now a lot of good fixtures coming up uh, especially running you know, over a December period as well a mm, lot, a yep. lot of games coming thick and fast Gordon and uh, there'll be twists and turns mm. no doubt about that which is brilliant for us uh, great topics to talk about and uh, who'll be a top of the league come January when the transfer window opens again so Rangers fans fancy their chances Celtic they're very confident with theirs and uh, as Motherwell fans we think we'll just sneak up the back there I think what I like about this period of the season Mark is yes there's still a lot of football to be played but it's also Getting towards that stage where it's not really early in the season I know it still yeah. feels like it Eight games, so within the space of Because we've got a midweek card So whatever, within the space of two weeks Everyone's played each yeah. other once now So, you know, it, it might feel like the start of the season But it's actually not really nah, we're, think, we're getting on a bit I think the early quotes go away When you get to end in the first quarter In the first quarter you get a real sense Of where the league's going to shape up I don't think you get many surprises after that So... You know, come that period, and I touched on that at the start of the show, Celtic and Rangers have got to negotiate semi-finals also, and three European ties, 
You know Tough tough games How did it bounce back From them coming back I mean we've seen Celtic Against Cluj Outstanding But they come back Against Livy And slip up Rangers have kind of The same fixture I think they're at home At Porto in that period And then they come back And play Livy away So you wonder how The, the squads will cope with these But um, Come The end of End of November In the coming month We'll get a fair idea How the league's shaping up I mean Christopher Julian For one He took to his social media Last night To, to look forward To the return um, of the domestic stuff, it's, it's raised a couple of eyebrows. Celtic fans, d- do you care about this type of stuff? What do you What do you make of this? He was on his Twitter last night. He's basically saying he's going to learn from Celtic's last game against Livingston. He's even thanked the likes of Lyndon Dykes for what he calls a wake up call. So the seven million pound defender was on Twitter saying, "Sorry, Celtic fans, for being too nervous last time. It won't happen again." And to be fair, I have to thank Livingston's forwards for the wake-up call. Either I win or I learn, hmm. says um, Christopher Julian. I think what's, what's got people interested, you just don't tend to hear that type of language from, from players on Twitter. Not to say it's right or wrong, you just don't usually hear it. And that's I've, why people are surprised. I've not got a problem with it, Gordon. I really don't. I know that some might. Um, I think the lad's been honest. I think he's come into Scottish football... And, you know, you don't know really the pace yet. And okay, we're eight games in, but he's not played in all the games. And he went to Ibrox under that atmosphere. And, you know, the you know that sort of game, it's 100 miles an hour. And he handled that very well. And then he goes to a different side of the game where Livingston will put you under pressure. That's their game. That's their strength at times. And I think it's good the fact he's come out and said, well, hold on a minute here. I need to adapt my game to, you know, different venues. Because it's okay at Celtic Park when Celtic got big percentage of the ball because everybody drops off and leaves Celtic with the ball at back, no pressure. Because the last two games, they've dropped five out of six or only picked up one out of six against Hibs at Easter Road, Livy, which is always a difficult game. Their next away game, and Mark and I were talking about it, Aberdeen, Cosgrove and people like that, they'll be looking at the Livy game and thinking, we could probably upset them here. I think the boy is quite entitled If he's on Twitter Which I don't like football players being uh, I think he's quite entitled to come out and say that mm. I've not got a problem with that at all I'm not quite sure uh, about it Just some of the wording And perhaps some it's lost in translation But the word nervous Sorry for being so nervous You wonder if that actually means nervous Or, or something else But Yeah I mean I've seen you know Whether it's nervous Whether it's agitated We're giving him perhaps benefit of the doubt Either way though I think the the message is still clear he, he, he's, he's acknowledging a, 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 An underperformance If you like yeah. and, and promising to get better or I, I would invite to him better. to say You know I was I underperformed Or I didn't have my best game I'll do it I, Just something When I read it I, I was taken aback a wee bit I mean players on social media I mean can serve a purpose It gets them closer to the fans And a wee bit of interaction And he's obviously trying to do that I don't know if he's went about it the, the right way. Uh, thanking the forwards for for giving him a wake up call. Again, he's played in uh, out of the eight games. I think he's featured in seven of them. So he's played against a, a fair group of players. I mean, does he does he need a wake up call? He was at Ibrox. Was that not enough a wake up call for him to realise that this is a big challenge in his hands? I mean, I he's going to come up against Cosgrove yeah. now in the next. No, never mind Ross County this week because he's got to, he's got to deal with that. He's got to come up against Cosgrove, one of our league's top goal scorers. I mean, if if he's looked at London Dykes and he's reading that text, he's thinking right away, right? You can get this guy. You can actually get him, whether it's nervous, agitated, whatever. If I'm up for the fight with this guy and ruffle his feathers, 
Then we've gotten right away. Not if he's saying he's going to learn from it. Yeah, I, I, well, that's well, where I think he's right, Mark. But I, the, I, the I, proof I, is in the pudding, not in the tweet. Is is this Saturday? If he gets through that, but if he goes to away ground again, then we can only judge that. that that's a problem. But again, Twitter can be a useful thing. I mean, I, I I'm no one for for that kind of. Do you not stuff. think? Do you not think we really to go over there? The lads come over. He's he's come into Scottish football. You're talking about yeah, he's went to Ibrox and you know, big occasion. He played against the four, different kind of player. He's went to Livingston. We all know how hard Livingston is to go and get a result. And he sat back and looked at that and thought, Oof, it's not all going to be but the, matter, football. but the thing is, Neil Lennon says specifically after the game that I highlighted to the players that I had a concern over this game and how it is. Neil Neil's been there numerous times. So his managers gave him the wake up call before he went out. Does he really need London Dykes to give him it? Well, I, that's certainly what's happened. But what you were—you're right. The proof will be in the pudding. <laughs> someone's phone has just gone off. I have no idea what lack of professionalism. Who, that? I think someone's—it's it's not mine. I don't know what you're pointing at. I think it's Mark Wilson. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, Let's skim over it. I'm just glad it's not me. I thought I had big Julian on. <laughs> 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 Who's talking about? I'll come in. You have to do and sort you two out. Anyway, the guys can't agree. So, what do you think? Call one four one nine five one one zero two five. Christopher Julian tweeting that uh, he's sorry for being too nervous last time. It won't happen again. Thanks, Livingston's forwards, for the wake up call. Is it a big deal? Do you care? Gordon doesn't. Gordon thinks good on him. It's open and it's honest. Just accepting that he needs to improve Mark Wilson's a bit more surprised He thinks it's a bit of a an admission of, of a weakness If you like But what do you think? 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right now Or tweet us at Clyde SSB Alec is first up Hi Alec Hi lads, how we doing? Good Hi, thanks Alec, Alec. Alright, looking forward to uh, the football starting again this week uh, Obviously I spoke to you last year Gordon And you I think it was last year, maybe the year before, and you, you were you mentioned to me that Celtic have had, or, or they could have had a glass ceiling, and I didn't really know what it meant because I was like, well, Celtic, you know, we've got all this money, we can go and buy the better players, uh, we've got the better squad, everything else, but then when you look at Rangers, now you can see what if you've got a half decent manager and a bit of money you can quickly get up to where, you know, you can quickly get a team in the field, a, a squad that can match Celtic. Now, it, it took me a while to, for, for what you say to, to dawn on me, you know what I mean? Because there's like, well, how can them catch us? But then, there's only a certain level of player that's going to come to Scotland that you can attract to come to Scotland. So I think that now that that's obviously... It's what we're seeing now. You know, Celtic only that far. Sorry, Rangers only that far behind Celtic. You know, they've proved it this season now. Uh, it's going to be tight. There's going to be a lot of twists and turns. But I guess you know, unless you're a Celtic or a Rangers fan, you know, it's going to it's going to be a nail biter right to the end. Is that is that a kind of recent thing then, Alec? Is is it, have you had a bit of a wake up call and have you now realised that that Rangers are, are a bit closer than than you thought they would be? I definitely, you know, I just didn't think that. I just thought that well, if we've we've got the most money, we can keep on buying the best players and this and that. And the next thing, but you know, as you can see with Rangers, you know they've bought a bit of quality, they've got a bit of depth now. So, you know, they're more or less head to head eye. So as it's, it's obviously it's more or less came this season. To be honest, with you. Yeah, I think I think the big plus for Rangers this season is the fact that the two lads up front. I think um, 
You know, when you when you play in a team and you've got guys that you know bang you in goals left, right, and centre, and that's what's happening just now. You know, Morelos goes in, bangs in the goals. He gets put in the bench, gets a bit of rest. Defoe comes on, bangs in the goals. It's a fantastic thing to have, and that's the reason I think Rangers are sitting uh, top of the league now. Um, Alec, you, you're, you're talking about you think you could go out and buy the best. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen because there's a lot of players out there. Yeah, Celtic have got money, but there are a lot of players out there who don't fancy Scottish football, first and foremost. Uh, they can probably pick up more money in England and pick up more wages. Uh, Celtic are a big club, but you've got to admit that, you know, Celtic come in for a bit of criticism about this. They have spent money. You know, they've spent a lot of money. Yes, they've, they've brought in a lot of money, you've got to add, but that's business, and that's good business. But they have spent money in players. Uh, so I do I totally agree with you. I think it's going to be very, very tight this season, indeed. I really do. Uh, I think Rangers and Celtic, they're above everybody else in the league. I think it'll be neck and neck right to the, the last few games. The thing you mentioned there, Alec, for me, uh, spot on, was depth. Rangers, the depth of their squad now is much improved from where it was last season. Whether Celtic had a start in 11 that they could probably rotate and get away with some guys having an off day. They could just pluck somebody Even from the stand And put them in And they would get the job done I didn't think Rangers Really had that last year um, And a lot of the guys Coming in Probably Didn't play Play as well As they should have done But I think Stephen Gerrard Added a, a number of Quality signings In the summer And you You just have to look At their centre half position Just now um, I know Gordon says About the two centre forwards And he's quite right But the centre halves In particular I know Goldson Always plays But Katic, uh, you know, Helander, Edmondson, all partner Goldson, you know, and you've got Barisic coming back in. So the depth is there for Rangers. They can chop and change their, their wingers, and that's a plus point for Steven Gerrard. I think that's what's getting them through. These guys are hungry, and when they get the chance, they're actually showing that they can. They can play and be part of the the starting eleven. And Rangers didn't have that last year. Mm. Alec, you welcome back in. I uh, like I say, you know, I've no doubt, you know, that you know Celtic. <laughs> we've, we've we've done the quadruple. I don't see why again that we can't go in and do it again this season. You know, we just need to take one game at a time. Uh, come the end of November, you know, uh, you you'll start to see things really shaping. And like I think is what the panel's already says, Celtic and Rangers this season is head above everybody else in the league, and it's clear to be seen. You know what I mean? So I think that they'll be having their own league. And it'll be nothing tough with selling. Yeah, but that's not. Uh, you can understand that because if you look at the amount of money, the amount of players, uh, I'm sure I heard somebody saying that Celtic in the region is something like sixty million wage bill, right? You look at third place Motherwell. Come on, uh, so it's always going to be like that now. Uh, but it's a massive, massive gap. It will be Celtic and Rangers. It's just who can be the most consistent. Uh, Alec what about that Christopher Julian tweet You know saying He was sorry for being Too nervous last time Granted And I'll say it again Maybe some of it Is a bit lost in translation Maybe he means um, Agitated Maybe nervous Is the bit that's been Lost in translation But anyway The, the tweet's still there He says it won't happen again uh, I have to thank Livingston's forwards For the wake up call Either I win Or I learn What do you make of that Alec? Well, see to be honest You know these guys Are coming in Coming in for a foreign country And to me It's a breath of fresh air you know, you know, he's the guy's just being honest. You know, like you say, there might be a bit lost in translation here and there. But most importantly for me as a Celtic fan, I do believe that he has got the qualities. You know, he said a wee bit of a slow start. He's come on leaps and bounds. And I think that once he gets his feet in the ground, 
he's gone, he's, his quality will shine through. Uh, okay, thank you very much. That was Alec. There's a lot of tweets uh, coming in on that subject. Uh, I should say Alec was in 01419511025. Scotty G says, uh, like Mark Wilson, I found it a bit strange, especially admitting uh, he was nervous versus a Livingston player. Maybe it's a sign of the times. Uh, I wouldn't expect Neil Lennon being pleased uh, that Julian has tweeted. Uh, what else do we get? Uh, Andy Tom says A simple hashtag Had a shocker Would suffice No need for Jabaiti Over nervous on Twitter No need for it to be In social media Must do better um, Don't get me wrong There's some um, SF thinks you're You're talking rubbish I mean well I've yeah. had to, I've, I've paraphrased that There's Mark, some sweary words I've That I can't rubbish. I, Yeah Mark, I couldn't, ah, I couldn't well, possibly well read out well I, 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 I totally get that Because I, th- I think Some guys And some Celtic fans Will look at it And, and go Ah oh, it's great It's refreshing Breath of fresh air As Alec just said There a guy coming out but I do think there's a portion Like the last tweet there Who'll say Well I had a shocker Does it really need to be broadcast On, on social media Can they not show that By just playing the do part you know, do you know, that's, That is football That's modern football where, where everybody's looking here Is that word nervous I don't think that word was used in the right way Because He's, I, I, be, he's, he's gone to Ibrox in front of 50,000 yeah, I think you can still take that out though. There's still a tweet there Acknowledging yeah, that he, he, The wake up call How and hard thanking the Livingston's forwards for it Yeah exactly yeah. And I think that's I think that's alright Gordon I don't yeah. see any problem with that Okay 0141 If you agree or disagree With what you've heard so far uh, You can tweet us as well We'd love to have them At, at Clyde SSB Rangers fans Here's a very simple question for you You go to Hearts on Sunday Is that still seen as a hard place to go Rangers fans? Do you still consider Tynecastle as a hard place to go? Because we hear it all the time Oh Tynecastle, hard place to go When you look at the fixtures coming out Hard place to go Hearts haven't won a home league game since March Does that mean it's no longer a hard place to go? Or is there something about the, the surroundings The atmosphere, the occasion That still makes it a difficult venue Rangers fans and Hearts fans I'm sure you'll have something to say You tell us Do you still see Tynecastle As a tough place to go? 01419511025 And we'll speak to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Just before the travel We were looking forward To the return of the SPFL uh, Looking at Celtic's return Christopher Julian with that tweet saying you know he's he's going to improve after the Livingston game Paul Murray tweeted in about it he says uh, he simply said he got caught out in a plastic pitch and their forward played well in a roundabout way it's been made out more than it really is says Paul at Clyde SSB on Twitter um, we are also asking you is Tynecastle still a difficult place to go for you Rangers fans it certainly has been over the years on paper it goes down as a difficult venue but with Hearts current form they've not won a home league match since March the 30th so is it is it still a tough place to go let's find out from Alan in Drumchapel hi Alan well, hello panel how are you doing good Alan uh, I, I think uh, Tynecastle is still always a hard place to go to but just the way Rangers are playing in there, I think Rangers will, will still Win this easy I think Alright It's still hard I think it'll be a tight game Maybe a 1-0 Or a 2-1 I think But I think still Rangers will still Win this easy Despite even having I don't know if Maybe Kent and Jack Maybe be back for Sunday But Even without them I still think Rangers Will be too strong What do you guys think? Is it still a tough place To go Gordon? Um, no Not for me Not just now No um, Especially at this time of year The pitch is absolutely Perfect uh, it used to be the atmosphere Yeah the atmosphere will be the same And Hearts will have maybe 12,000 Their own supporters in there But the problem with Hearts is 
The supporters are turning against their team after 15-20 minutes It's not like they're backing them for 90 minutes And I think with the, the way Rangers are playing The possession they'll have I think that'll happen And I don't think the Hearts squad just now Have got the strength to combat that Gordon And I think that Rangers I said that Toby show and I wasn't kidding on I think Rangers will go and win that comfortably I'd Tend to disagree. I think you're still not agreeing on much tonight. I know, but I, I, I think um, Hearts have been awful at home for a long time. I, I do think no when Celtic and Rangers come calling. Uh, the one that Hugh Evans hates that Hearts razor game at Tynecastle against Celtic and Rangers. I think they will razor game on Sunday. I still think Rangers will win the game, but I'm not going along with they'll win it easy. I still think it'll be a battle. I think Rangers are playing very, very well just now, but. I think it'll be a tough one for them I think it'll be one of their biggest tests You know, away from home um, I mean, they've played St Mirren uh, Livy in the Cup Kelly, Kelly was a, a, a tough one to start with But away from home This is a big a big test for Rangers And it'll, it'll speak volumes if they get through it Mark, no, Hearts have won one game Since Mark's yeah, at home How can you put up a case for saying well, None in the league None in the league, yeah how and, and after watching performances, you watch Ross County going there, Mark, should have Mark, won. Mark's, Mark's won not there. saying they're in good form, though. he's no. just talking specifically when Celtic and Rangers go and visit. You can read your game if you want. Uh, I don't think Hearts have got the good enough good enough personnel, whether they raise their game or not, to trouble Rangers. Alan? Yeah, do you think, uh, just that thing I was saying about Kent, would, do you, would, do you, would you think he'll be maybe on the bench on Sunday? I just heard what Gerard was saying, he, 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 they're not rushing him, but do you think he'll maybe make the bench on Sunday, or do you think they'll leave him maybe for the, the, the European game on Thursday? Well, they won't make the same mistake. Uh, they put him right in when he, he was signed, and after about, what, 20, 25 minutes, his hamstring uh, went... And I think they learn from that. But you never, you can't, listen, it's nobody's fault. You don't know in this, the fit sense of, is your hamstring going to go or you're going to get an injury or whatever. But I think preparation, they'll probably look and think, right, we need to make sure he's prepared for every game now. I think that if he's fit, he could start on the bench and then introduce him. I don't think he'll start right away. Uh, away from home I think they'll uh, Just ease him into games He'll be playing Closed door games Or whatever it may be And He'll be up to speed By the time he comes back uh, At Clyde SSB On Twitter 01419511025 On the phones uh, Loads of tweets Coming in I must say um, Some of them We can't read out Obviously um, that's, That tends to be the way it goes Bloodbath McGrath says Tyne Castle will always be a difficult place to visit You cannot take anything for granted Football's funny at times Yes Rangers are playing well Hearts are not But I still expect a difficult 90 minutes On Sunday So that kind of goes along with what What you said well, Mark Wilson Yeah you know what I'm thinking Celtic were going to Easter Road All guns blazing You know Scoring freely Hibs were absolutely shocking Everyone saying Paul Hecken bought him out And Celtic stumbled one each there Easter Road Same with Hearts These teams raise their game Against Celtic and Rangers And I think it'll be I'll say it again I think Rangers have got the quality To win the game mm-hmm. But like the tweet says there It'll be a battle It'll be tough tough work So is the simple fact That it's Rangers the opposition Is that enough to keep the Hearts fans Vociferous for 90 minutes And, and stop them Getting a bit down If things aren't going their way I think so Yeah I yeah. think against Motherwell Ross County The other Hamilton. teams Hamilton's I mean, last it, time out. 
If Hearts aren't running over the top of them at home The fans can turn quickly Within the first 15 to 20 minutes And everything's aimed at, at the manager If Hearts are drawn with Rangers After 15-20 minutes Nothing's been aimed at the manager but, but no, I, I totally disagree in the sense of so if it's nil-nil no, The Hearts if, fans are if, going if, for Levine after 20 me, minutes If you let me finish I started talking I was good enough to let you finish <laughs> uh, I think I think in a, in a strange way There's a lot of Hearts fans there just now Probably waiting for Rangers to score early So they can get onto the manager's back Because I think there's a big percentage And this is why I'm disagreeing with I think there's a big percentage there at Tynecastle Want the Hearts manager replaced And the only way they can do that Is by keep getting the results he's getting And eventually it's got to Something's got to give So that's why I think that If Rangers had to score early at Tynecastle on Sunday I think they'd be right on to the manager's back Okay. Uh, let's get the view from a Hearts fan then Kenny's on the line Kenny, is Tynecastle still a difficult place to go? Ah, it's good to be Evening guys uh, it's, I think as Gordon and Mark I'll, I'll leave you into earlier Most teams You're saying about lift, uh, Hearts lift it to Celtic and Rangers Every team in the league lifts it to Celtic and Rangers And then every team below Hearts and Hibs lift it to them and Aberdeen It's just a, a, a vicious wee circle Because everybody wants to go somewhere and take a point And I think uh, so far this season we Hearts again with the injuries again. I mean, there is quite a lot uh, inconsistency with team and everything. And I know Levine's been getting it in the neck, but I really think uh, it's still Gordon. There'll be fifteen thousand Hearts fans and three thousand Rangers fans. Uh, sorry, can I say twelve thirteen? I was a couple out. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I'm just saying because it's bear in mind that it's just under twenty thousand time castle holds now uh, with the new stand. So and the, the way fans, I don't know if they're uh, getting them the whole end again. I wish they would because mm-hmm. it. It keeps the atmosphere. Uh, I, th- I don't know if Hearts are back to the 1500 game Rangers and, and still uh, taking a bit of the, the school end, you know? Yeah, Kenny, all I'm saying is just now, I I understand because I was one of the pundits and even as a player, every time you, you pitched up at Tynecastle, you knew you were in for some game, right? And I totally admit that. But the way Hearts are going about their bit, I just don't see any... Fighting them I, I think the manager comes out And tries to defend the players And then he criticises them And then he tries to defend himself And then things go wrong The Hearts fans are on top of the manager There's a lot Let's be honest Kenny You're a Hearts fan A lot of Hearts fans want Levine out You've got to be honest with that And I think that adds to the fact that Rangers playing the way mm. they're playing I think will win the game What about the injuries though? Because people were very quick to say you know, it's an excuse, but ultimately, it's it is a pretty good one. At the, the same time, you know, there's, there's, there has to be a middle ground. Some people want to dismiss it out of hand. Some people want to pin all of Hearts woes on it. Neither of which will be true. The truth will be down the middle. But if you look at the quality and the number of the players that they're missing, is that not a big factor? It doesn't help, Gordon. Um, certainly, if your Hearts and you're down the bottom of the league and you've only won, well, I think they're what tenth or something around about that. Uh, they've won one game. Uh, the managers come under a lot of criticism When that happens you want your your best players And experienced players available Of course it doesn't help um, But There's a lot of clubs Outside Celtic and Rangers Miss You know important players throughout the season And they just have to get on with it well, and That's, the thing. that's the thing I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they, Of course they have to get on with it But it I mean, like I say, these are exceptional circumstances, mm-hmm. are they not? Not because of the number, but the personnel as well. But you're talking about, yeah, you know, well, Naismith, Halkett, Suter. Oh, I'm quite happy to Haring, make ex- excuse Walker. 
you, we're, take, we're taking the problem back to March You know, see see if it had been over the last two, three weeks And they'd so many injuries and all this You would understand mm. But you're taking this all the way back to March And the style of football at Tynecastle, I've got to say, is dreadful And yet, when I went to Fur Park that night in the Cup And watched them against Motherwell They actually played football and played very, very well And I thought, why do they not play the last every week? But just you know, I think there's a lot of Hearts players as well get that fear factor at Tynecastle because they know that the Tynecastle fans, the Hearts fans, are ready to turn at any moment. Okay, well, uh, Mark Wilson still thinks Tynecastle is a tough place to go. Gordon DL doesn't. What does Davy and Pollock think? Hi, Davy. One hundred percent behind Mark Wilson. I hate to say that because I'm a Rangers man, but what the best man? I think Mark's one hundred percent right. No. When you look at it, the last few games in the league, I mean, I may be in life though that the Celtic were going to go to Livingston and lose, because I definitely didn't. And uh, no way they thought they'd drop points at Hibs, because Hibs were going through the same sort of bad phase as what Hearts are going through. But they, they, they took points off of Celtic too. And I think if the Rangers players go to Tynecastle and Sunday thinking this is going to be a holiday camp, then Rangers can definitely drop points without any doubt. Mm. I don't think I don't think Rangers will go to Tynecastle. Think it's going to be a holiday camp. I think the manager will have them up for it because yeah. But the whole point the, is though, if if, it, if it, as you say, if you think it's not a tough venue to go, Rangers can go considerably below their best and still uh, win. That's it. my opinion, Gordon. Yeah. I don't think it'll be the Rangers players' opinions because the manager will be on them saying because I expect Rangers to be second in the league by the time they pitch up at Hearts at Tynecastle. So that gives them the little bit of extra to get back to the top of the league. And on David's point. Just now, just now, I would rather go to Tynecastle than take a team to Livingston because I, I think Livingston will give you a harder game. Uh, Mark, you, you talk about this raising the game, and listen, I think that's undeniable. You see it at all levels of football. What do Hearts still have that um, that scope to raise it more because it's Tynecastle, because it's the tight pitch, because it's the big crowd? For instance, going to. Um, St Johnston say Now there won't be a great deal Between St Johnston and Hearts Points wise this season mm-hmm. But d- does St Johnston have that Capability to Potentially make life as hard On their home patch as Hearts do I Just because it's It's a good point I, I just factor. think Tynecastle With the fan, fans on top of you uh, A tighter pitch I've played there loads of times Used to love playing there But it was incredibly difficult And it, it can be An intimidating place so the Hearts fans My point is The Hearts fans Who have been Firing abuse at Craig Levine And making their Their opinions well known to them That they want them out I don't think Those voices will be aimed At the dugout Come Sunday I think they'll be aimed At backing their team And I think that Drives the Hearts team On mm. more than it has Against your Motherwell's Ross County. The, the possibly is A bit of that Gordon Because mm. Hearts fans Will be too busy abusing Rangers players I, I don't mean yeah. abusing But you know what I mean yeah. um, Giving it against Rangers fans And against Rangers players Whereas if you're at, If you're at home to Hamilton You, you, you probably uh, you, do, you, you, don't, you don't care that but the, much But the point uh, I was making nil nil against Hamilton After 20 minutes The fans then turn Why have we not got an early goal nil nil against Rangers After 20 minutes The Hearts fans are thinking toughest time Castle experience Eh uh, I've been beat a few times at Tynecastle. Yeah. Um, I just started flicking through some random old games to see if I could find your aye, name. I found uh, I found one. August two thousand and six, a two-one defeat. Roman Bednar with a double. Oh, I tell you what, I think you at fault uh, yeah. for one of the goals. Uh, uh, you played. Know. You played the full game. Yeah, I tell you what, that was a game that we. I'm sure Celtic had won the league that game. Gordon Stratton was that. 
had already won the league No Is that not right? It was no? the 6th of August So you oh, really, August, so <laughs> really have to go Some to have won the league Sorry Anyway oh, I, 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 think, I think I see the one you're talking about 3-0 defeat Yeah We'd already won the league And mm. we went there Pitched up Great joy down the wing half Yeah Got beat 3-0 And Gordon <laughs> Strachan was fuming Made us do the bleak test Two days later Yep Says yeah. we weren't fit enough We weren't strong enough We'll get bullied next season and he was furious And we'd won the league But we were in celebration mode Until we got in In the Monday morning 30th of April 06 That sounds yeah, about right then Yeah No good one uh, Davey final word to you on this then Aye that, that, That's quite a good wee conversation there really But um, there's, other, there's a point to is We're talking about Ryan Kent coming back And, and forcing his wiring into your team This is this is what I thought uh, Away back last Christmas time uh, probably, probably now with Davis and Defoe proving the point, proving me wrong to a certain extent, but no, no proving me wrong at the time when Celtic, when Rangers beat Celtic two 0 at Ibrox, they changed the team of following, the following game and they, and they lost to Kilmarnock. And when the team played well, where it be again Hamilton, because to be honest, Celtic struggled against Hamilton on the plastic part. I know it was at Ibrox, but the team were outstanding. So what do you do? Do you change a team that play as well as that? Take boys out the park. Who gave everything that day and played magnificent and changed a team and made two or three changes to a team? That tells me that you know you can play well in a game of football and train all week and look forward to that game and at the following week, it better be Hearts or Sunday, and you might not be in that team. And I think that's soul destroying to any any player as a professional footballer. What do you think, Mark? Uh, if you're playing well, yeah, you'd want to stay in the team. Um... But that's that, but that's a that's a challenge. Uh, I've been at Celtic and Rangers. You know, playing there's playing well and there's playing well enough to keep your place. Um, guys like Morelos and things like that will keep them place, but other guys will come and go. Steven Gerrard, I think, will have his strongest starting yeah, eleven. I mean, Rangers, Rangers went into the break flying, Gordon. So yeah. why would you need to squeeze Ryan Kent back in, especially when he's just done his? I, I don't his way think back. they will, Gordon. Mm. I really don't. I think he will make. Maybe one or two changes I do agree with Mark that, um, Of course you need to see How Rebo comes back How Morelos comes come back, back Guys yeah. who are on International I, I, I We'll speak to Stephen Gerrard tomorrow 11 Who he'll have in mind For going to places like Tynecastle, Celtic Park You know Pataudry Who So Morelos will play Instead of Defoe Yeah for me yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so he's going to make changes But he won't Ken, I'd, I'd be very surprised It starts again Davian Pollock, good man Thank you very much for the call 0141-951-1025 This is the ideal time to get your call in Because we're going to get the travel And we could speak to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 01419511025 To speak to the guys Get your point across If you would rather tweets You can do it at Clyde SSB uh, We've been asking You know Is, is Tynecastle still a difficult place to go? Certainly has been Over the years Hearts are struggling a bit at the moment Edward Doherty says uh, Hearts will Slash should be playing for their manager Should not be a walkover They're playing against the old firm They'll be eager to send a message To the rest of the league um, Fury Fanatic says Should Tynecastle still be considered a fortress? No The team have proven They can't hold that reputation However The coaching staff and players Should prepare as if It is As we know teams raise their game When the old firm come to town Prepare for all possibilities uh, I mean it is true Gordon If you if you sort of flip it on its head The 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 the, the spark if you like For Hearts to kickstart their season that could, it, could, could it, be could be it. it could be Sunday For all the, You know All the disappointment Following the home defeats Against Motherwell and, and struggles to beat the likes of Ross County and Kilmarnock and, and Hamilton Ackies 
you bet that all gets forgotten about at least for a while uh, if they can somehow get three points yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, but we thought we thought that was going to be the same spark to kick off their season when they beat Hibs in the derby and Craig Levine came out and was over the moon and then it was back to the old same old uh, Hearts. Um, I just the reason I'm saying this, Gordon, is because yeah, we can make excuses for their injuries. I just don't think they've got the players to handle playing there. I don't think they're good enough. Uh, the backup players And I think the Rangers Going there Knowing That they've got to win To probably go Top of the league Because I'm taking into account That I think the Celtic Will beat Ross County at Parkhead And if they do Then Rangers have got to Obviously win at Tynecastle And that's where I think Rangers will have the edge I think they'll come out The traps Really you know Having a go at hearts And I think they'll get The quality And the guys mm. up front That can score goals And I think it's not It's not the place That Mark Used to go to And I've been to Tyne Castle And you always thought to yourself We're in for a ball I don't think that's the case now A bit of breaking news Just before we came on air Tonight uh, Celtic have been fined About £10,000 By UEFA For breaching rules On on fireworks Flares Pyrotechnics Call them what you will Uh, It is obviously The second time this season If you've been following That story It's I mean it happens Almost every season Celtic have got A long list of these But about €12,000 um, if my conversion rate is accurate It's about 10 grand 10 and a bit 1,000 pounds um, what, what, what do you make of it? We've been here before ah, Listen, Gordon We'll never stop it We'll never stop it Celtic can release As many statements as they want Peter Lowell can come out And condemn it as many times But you'll always get This portion of fans Who <laughs> Who want to light up the stadium In the wrong way um, They're dangerous Shouldn't be allowed in grounds Fans should know that by now And they should see that Their club's getting punished But uh, in my opinion I don't think They'll ever learn They'll keep doing it They'll keep sneaking that in Alright just to go a little bit Broader then Gordon mm. When we have Things like this Or any sort of crowd I don't want to call it Crowd trouble Because it's not crowd trouble But you know what I mean Any sort of, of misbehaviour In the stands We have a large section Of our support Who say The SPFL need to do more They need to do What UEFA do And bring in strict liability So as soon as you break rules You get punished is this not the perfect example of the fact that strict liability actually doesn't work? How could you say this works? How could you possibly say that UEFA's way of handling Celtic's use of pyrotechnics works? It doesn't. You can tell it doesn't. And and, and Matt's right. You can keep... We'll, we'll be talking here for years and years to come. Um, I think that clubs do everything they're power to try and stop this. Um, I just don't think there's any way they can. There's always a way to get it in. And what happens is, and what they don't understand is, it's a club that gets punished. Yeah, but that's the problem. It's, it's not much of a punishment, is it really? No, but it's still, it's, at the end of the day, it's still 10,000 quid. You know, it's like, it's still money. It doesn't matter how much, small or, or large. Yeah, well, the well, that's that's the point. Punished. It clearly does because the, it's not, not making any difference. And we can have a whole other debate. We, we did this last week when the charge was announced about you know whether actually clubs and, and governing bodies should explore... Potential safe areas for this type of thing Because there clearly is an appetite Amongst fans of all clubs To to express themselves in this way Whether you like it or not um, Andrew's actually on the line uh, He's a Rangers fan But he's got some thoughts on On Celtic's UEFA fine Hi Andrew Hi there Carol Hello um, it, it wasn't so long ago That the Rangers were under the same Sort of thing We were sectarianism mm-hmm. And um, The press and radio And all that were saying Oh they should about time they come down hard on Rangers And they did come down hard on Rangers And they gave us a, a ban uh, They gave us a stadium uh, Partial close 
So do you know I think it's about time that the press and that came down on Celtic saying, well, it's time that a new effort came down on Celtic saying, like, we're going to start closing parts of stadiums for us because Celtic fans aren't learning. Everybody, everybody said that the Rangers fans weren't learning. We learned once they started to close the stadium, we sat back and learned and said, right, fine, that's what's happening. So do you know I think it's got to be the same thing against Celtic now? I mean, Mark, I don't consider myself anywhere near qualified enough to try and, and balance up sectarian singing versus the lighting of flares. They're two completely different things, mm. obviously. Um, I'm not sure what people on Super Scoreboard say is going to impact how UEFA... You know, this is just UEFA's decision and we react to it. They clearly don't like the use of flares, but they, in this, by the same token... They don't consider it to be that serious, obviously. By by judging no, by the, the level because, of punishment, I mean, if you look in the continent for years, you know, games in Italy and things, they've been there for for years. Flair, so UEFA obviously don't see it as serious as sectarian singing, racism, or whatever else. So, and, and that's pretty obvious to yeah, be fair well, as well. Of course, because well, you've got a punishment. <laughs> what is it? Ten grand, twelve grand, or you see stadiums, park stadiums getting closed, so you can, yeah, you can understand that as well. Because well, I, in my opinion, I think sectarian singing, uh, racism that we've seen at the Bulgaria England game is a much well, obviously bigger yeah, offence. I, th- I think we can all agree. Flares. I think we so, can all agree on that. However, I, I do think that how often can you go just finding a, a team, and I'm not just talking about Celtic, but find a club ten grand just year after year without anything happening? I don't know what the solution is. But it's a danger. It's certainly a danger to to people run about these guys who are bringing the fireworks mm-hmm. in. It brings colour, and that's great. But there's a danger to it, and I think you mentioned it, Gordon. If there was a safe way of doing it, I think we'd be all for it. But what that is, I'm not quite sure. Okay, I think we'll have to leave that there, Andrew. Thank you very much for the call. But it's time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/football. It is Beat the Pundit time And an extra special Beat the Pundit All this week as well Because if you want to be At the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pub Quiz This is the only way to be there It's sold out in less than an hour And the only way to be there Is to win the tickets On Beat the Pundit Just for getting through on the lines You don't even need to get any questions right Just for getting through on the lines You could win four tickets To the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pub Quiz It's at Drygate On Friday the 25th of October That's a week on Friday And added into the bargain We're throwing in a £100 voucher For kilts for you as well People have always got occasions coming up Birthdays and whatever else you wear Birthdays, I don't know why I said birthdays Who wears a kilt to their birthday? Maybe you do yeah, Maybe you do if you're that, taking yeah. it serious But uh, weddings and yeah, various weddings. other events yeah, yeah. We'll get We'll get the expert opinion on, on, on weddings uh, Perhaps after the news But nevertheless You're getting your £100 kilts for you voucher as well So 01419511025 Be quick, the lanes close at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're looking forward to the return of domestic football, aren't we? It's been a long old international break. We kicked off tonight uh, by looking at Celtic against Ross County. Is Christopher Julian going to learn 
from his performance against Livingston. Is Tynecastle still a tough place to go amidst all Hearts troubles? That's another question we were asking you tonight. That lot's more coming up in the second hour. Derek McInnes wants the transfer window to be open right now. Such is his desperation for new players. Anyone else already thinking about January? Or is it far too early for that? You tell us. Mark Wilson, <laughs> the breaking manager, just raised his hand. Uh, it was meant to be a hypothetical question at this moment, but we'll get to that next. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Beat the pundit time Not only your chance to win a signed ball But we're throwing in a couple of extra special prizes tonight as well And tonight's lucky winner Because he's a winner already Is James from Carntine How are you tonight James? Yeah I'm fine thanks Good stuff James You've already won You don't even need to get any questions right on Beat the pundit Just for getting through You've won yourself four tickets to the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pub Quiz Next Friday at the Drygate And a £100 voucher for Kilts for you as well Sound good? Yes, that's excellent, thank you yeah, James is going to look the part, isn't he? Kilts for you, sort him right Go out on. He'll be looking looking sharp at his next occasion I would, I, I've, I've got to confess I've never worn it, I would love to wear a kilt That's why I'm considering well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you down. Four. I'm going to send you down to kilts for you I get fitted up So for all the all the marriages you've had You've, um, you've never no, gone for the no, kilt No, I've always wanted to try on a kilt Just but. That's poor For I'm a get, Scottish yeah. man Not wearing a kilt I'm getting you way. down to kilts For yeah. you next week We're going to sort you out Oh I'd love yeah, to do you'll that look the I don't know what tartan I'd go <laughs> What's your kilt story I, cause I know you've got one Oh hi, hi. I got married in a kilt um, Camel Sweat um, <laughs> It was good for 35 <laughs> degrees in Mexico That's all I'm saying probably, You get married in that? Uh, probably not the right choice for Mexico I probably should have went with a tartan That's what I regret Not going with we a, go. a tartan <laughs> Anyway That's just a couple of the prizes You've already got James And now for the main one Kinda The sign ball uh, If it's heads <laughs> If it's heads You're up against Mark Wilson And if it's tails You're up against Gordon Diel And it's tails okay. It's Mark The camel kilt Wilson Up <laughs> against James From Camtine So I'm going to give Mark Some Clyde 2 To listen to James That way he can't hear you anymore Because he would cheat If he could I know what he's like uh, Right you've got 30 seconds You're head to head with Mark You can pass James Here's your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep who is Celtic's record appearance holder? Uh, Billy McNeil Former St Mirren striker Simeon Jackson Today signed for which Scottish Premiership club? Uh, Ross County Which side are currently top of Spain's La Liga? Valencia What nationality is Partick Thistle's Dario Zanata? Italian Which Scottish club play their home games at Oakleview? Uh, pass Yeah you can guess Just guess a team Guess any Scottish team Go on uh, oh, oh, I've been there as well uh, <sighs> Alright too late I've given you a second yeah, chance uh, Too late uh, Let's give <laughs> Let's bring Mark Let's bring Mark <laughs> <laughs> We had already brought you back So you've just found out That Breakin is the answer To one of the questions The last one You ready? Oh, yeah. okay. Same, <laughs> same set of questions to you, yes? Alright, okay Who is Celtic's record appearance holder? It's not you Billy McNeil uh, Former St Mirren striker Simeon Jackson Has today signed Come for which Premiership club? Uh, which side are currently top of Spain's La Liga? Barcelona <sighs> What nationality is Partick Thistle's Dario Zanata? <laughs> uh, Scottish Which Scottish club play their home games at Oakleview? Breaking Eh... <laughs> uh, no. No, Who was the Rangers manager before Stephen Gerrard? Uh, Graham Martin. 
James, what do you make what? of the competition? Uh, I think it's close. Think Not so, sure. Really? Uh, let's go through and find Hold out. Hold on a minute. How did Breakin? Or did he get a question <laughs> ahead of me? Or did you get one wrong? Uh, uh, oh, right, 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 right. James um, has had a nightmare and he's shouting his clothes. <laughs> uh, let's find out who's Celtic's record appearance holder. Mark, you were just pipped by Billy McNeil. He's got 822. Oh, just a bit ahead of you. Um, you both got that right. Well done. Uh, so it is close. Doesn't doesn't stay close for, for too much longer. Uh, St. Mirren's former St. Mirren striker Simeon Jackson today signed for Kilmarnock. Mark Wilson gets it, goes 2 1 in front. Top of La Liga. Atletico. Real Madrid. So you were all oh. wrong Real Madrid uh, The nationality of Dario Zanata Of Partick Thistle He is Canadian Yeah Do you know that? I thought it was a Scottish name Which Scottish <laughs> Which Scottish club Play their home games At Oakle View He was there two weeks ago And he struggled with that I know You got it right in the end But you were there You were genuinely know, there Like as in On the touchline <laughs> yes. In the dugout Two weeks ago <laughs> yes. you Got there though uh, It was Stenhouse Muir You did get there in the How's end How's James doing here? Uh, James is still on one Mark's oh, on three He must have a good finish yeah. And the, ra- the Rangers manager Before Stephen Gerrard Was Graham Murty So Mark gets four I'm afraid James It was a one For you Hardlines oh, How embarrassing Getting beat with a mushroom <laughs> <laughs> See to be fair I James I my held down low and- when I go to you're already uh, a winner James Because you're coming to the pub quiz next week With three of your mates And you're going to look the part at your next big event Because you've got that £100 voucher for kilts for you as well Sound good? Excellent, thanks guys Good man, that was James in Carntine uh, And tomorrow, same chance for you to win the tickets And the voucher for kilts for you um, Is there a DL Tartan? That Gordon, we could hook you up be, with down there? There is a Gordon, certainly be. I can vouch for that Yeah, okay, a DL? Um, I don't know well, listen, the guys at Colts for you are going to answer that question. I'm, I'm going to give you. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. With my number what would you on go, the back. What would you go under it? <laughs> I want my number on the back. What would you go under it? Would you traditional Scottish oh, under the kilt? Oh, porridge, yeah. Uh, yeah, traditional <laughs> porridge. But under your kilt? Underwear or no underwear? Oh, behave yourself. What does that mean? What does that mean? How did you go? He was in Mexico It was 35 degrees He had no choice No scans on No <laughs> Far too much information For a Thursday night Swing I think, low I think we can all agree uh, On that Oh dear me uh, A bit of breaking news tonight You Rangers fans Tell us what you make Of this Nikola Katic Has been given a new deal Through to the summer Of 2023 So that's a heck Of an extension that um, 2023 A new contract For Nikola Katic You could be the first person To give us your reaction 01419511025 It is breaking news tonight Gordon I think it'll be good news for Ranger supporters. I think um, when he came in at first, he was a young lad. I think he struggled. I've said since the start of the season, I felt that he's the one that's been unlucky to be left out, Gordon. I think he's been probably, most of the time, the best defender. Uh, but obviously he's young, he's learning his trade, and they're showing great belief in him by giving him that contract. He will be over the moon. And I think that Rangers will be happy to tie a young lad down. So well done to him. Yep. I think he had a ropey start to his career. I think he looked a bit immobile at times and it took him a wee bit to get up to the speed. But I think the tail end of last season, and actually it's, it's relevant because at Tynecastle, I thought he was an absolute rock at the end of the season, dealt with it well, and he went from strength to strength. But with us here, I'm surprised at how often he's been left out. But he certainly, he will. it's obviously evident, he's certainly got a future at Rangers if well, they hand him that contract. Amidst leaving him out, though, it shows what the club thinks of him then. So this, this uh, if anyone was in any doubt and maybe wondering, 
you know, is is he, is he not favoured as much as the others, given that he's the first to, to usually drop out? That, that answers your question. I think that, I think what Rangers think of him is potential there, Gordon. I think they're watching him day in day out. Um, obviously, it has improved since he came in. He settled down. As I said, I think he's been the best defender most of the time. And I think they're just saying to a lad, look, we really believe in you. Um, you know, just keep working away and, and you'll get your chance and he'll go and cement probably the one of the positions for his own. And I think that's good news for the boy. I really do. It gives him a bit of, you know, breathing space, a bit of confidence. Go and work hard in your game and show everybody what you can do. Now let me be quite clear about this I'm not saying that Ross Wilson has come in And given Nikola Katic a new deal Within the space of a couple of days It was probably in the works before mm. I, I get that But generally When you're talking about the structure of a club And whether it's um, Whether it is under a director of football or not And you, you're trying to forward plan This is this is a key part of it We tend to focus on recruitment Who, who, who are you going to bring in But actually Tying down your young Assets is is every bit as important And we've seen it with Celtic over the past few years as well um, And this I'd imagine Very much comes under that, that Category I think yeah, I think the role just not bringing in players Gordon, I think it's making sure that You're going to be in a position Where you're in control Of players that in future Other clubs may be interested in And it's not a case of Well we'll play out the the remainder of our season You see the problems down in England With Tottenham for instance Two of their top players Just doing that And they're going to lose a lot of money I think coming in And controlling the club And and identifying the guys That that you think eventually Are going to be top players Getting them signed in long term contracts And that saves your assets And you're in control of it I think that's a good bit of business Here we go The beauty of live radio Something breaks And you get to react to it straight away Alan is in Rutherglen You happy with that news tonight Alan? Ecstatic I think it's the best centre-half That Rangers have got I'd like to see him Paired with The man at Minson I know everybody says Goals and experience And the big boy Hollander But to me Cartage And Edmison The two of them together They're two units And to me, it's the best part of business changes I've done this year. There you go. High praise um, from Alan Mark. And I, w- yeah. I wonder about the player as well. What type of impact does that have on a player's confidence when the club puts such a, oh. a show of, of faith in you? Ah, oh, huge. I mean, Katic, there's no doubt about it, he would have been feeling down uh, the past, you know, wee while. Left out, Edmondson's come in, games, Hellander's come in, and he's not got Not the so game much thing. Edmondson. <clears throat> He, he but, came in the last game Yeah, didn't he? yeah but uh, I mean he was still in there So he's, he may have crossed his mind Where's my position at the club But for the club to show great confidence in him Obviously It'll give him a, a boost um, It's up to him now To impress the manager And show that If he is the number one centre half Like Alan's suggesting there That he shows it in training And gets back in the team Um but it's certainly a good model It's a good start for Rangers and uh, Ross Wilson And I think they will go on that route Similar to Celtic Tying down their young players Who are who have started pretty well In their Rangers careers And, and look to sell them further down the line But I touched on it at the start of the show It's where it's, it's why Rangers for me are at the top of the table just now uh, In comparison to last season The depth they've got in their squad They've got four centre-halves now um, That they can rotate and get Equal results from it And Katic Is just one of them And he's You know the manager Has obviously seen that And and rewarded him With a, a longer term deal And it's, it's great news for him uh, Alan 
You said your your personal preference would be Katic and Edmondson Based on what you've seen so far Do you think that's likely anytime soon that that becomes a regular pairing? It's an injury or two And that partnership could show fatition very shortly it's, it's going to be a long season A half season or a few twists and turns You never know what's going to happen now yeah, I think that's fair And those two in particular um, it's, not, it's not that any of them are old But those two in particular Have got time on their side Time to yeah. to, to really develop And I assume Rangers see Katic as a, an asset That's why you give players long-term deals like that To, to protect yourself so, And they've um, spent £3 million plus in, the, in another centre-half yep. as well um, So they're in a good position I said Gordon And I know they had Centre-halves at the time I said that Rangers Wouldn't win the league um, Last year Because of the centre-halves I thought Cartage first year uh, Boy was learning His trade Making a lot of mistakes He's getting better and better I've got to be honest about that And they had to address That situation And they've certainly addressed it Uh, And as Mark said They've got four Decent centre-halves now Uh, Good competition for places And that's what the manager needs and um, I think, you know, just hearing that I think a lot of Rangers fans are the same as Alan uh, Saying that, you know, Catty should be in the team every single week But the manager will take his time with him now He's got him tied down to a contract He knows he's got time with him He can work with him day in, day out And make him a better player Just before we let you go, Alan A question we were asking Rangers fans earlier Do you still consider Tynecastle as a tough place to go? Hearts are not having a good time of it But of course over the years it's it's been a tough place to go Do you still see it the same? It's always a tough place to go Yeah, still Yeah, Don't mind that short, short, oh. straight, straight to the point but that's, He agrees with you Mark Wilson Lots yeah. of Rangers fans agreeing with you on this issue yeah, I must say but, uh, More than usual But uh, as they only have to look I, They only have to look at the previous couple of weeks with Celtic you know, Celtic, I mentioned it earlier on, flying high, scoring freely. They go to Livingston, turned over. They go to Hibs. Hibs raise their game and make it very difficult under under probably the same circumstances it's going on at Hearts with the people in the manager's back and chanting for him to leave. Hibs managed to do it. I think Tynecastle's a, a tougher place to go than Easter Road, so... Why wouldn't it be difficult? Scott McFarlane has tweeted in Says fantastic news about Katic getting a contract extension The best central defender at the club See, A lot of people are saying that mm. A lot of Rangers fans are, are are saying that And we've had it on the show in previous weeks When he was left out of squads as well Saying where is Katic? Why is he not involved? I mean he's obviously got a wee bit to do To prove to Steven Gerrard He's the best centre half at the club But he's certainly got the attributes And obviously that's why he's been tied up to 2023 uh, a few people, John Rogers and some others, are sending in pictures of your DL Tartan. So very much we can oh, we, we can get that like. we can get that sorted. It's nice uh, when we go down to kilts for you. The only thing is, uh, here's the problem: spelt differently. I think. Uh, what spelling? No, I, I know that it's spelt differently. I just wonder oh, if, if, if the rules that's apply. No, that's not nice. Lexi? That's not nice. That's that's that that, D A L Z E L L. Does that does that that's, still count? That's a steel box. Um, no, but to be fair, I like Gar- Gary Keane sent it in and spelled it the other way, so you I might like, be okay. I like the colour and that. Emma Grieve has been in touch to say that don't worry because there is a DL High School Tartan, which is the school that you went to, so you Dutch can. Medless. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that's the worst joke you've told all night, and that's saying something. <laughs> uh, speaking of, speaking of rubbish jokes, we actually actually received uh, handwritten fan mail for, for you two, for you two today. No, 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 no. 
Who's that addressed to? <laughs> it's actually addressed to Mark Wilson. I wouldn't usually read this out, but I just think because it's you two, it's funny. Mm, thank you. So it says Mark Wilson, Radio Clyde phoning with an F. <laughs> good start. Sports Clyde Bank Glasgow. So that's what this will be good. Obviously, I let you open it first because Take your fan mail. You're, not, you're not allowed addressed. to. You're not allowed to open uh, I, anyone else's I mail. Was desperate to open it. And um, <laughs> this goes back to last week. Do you remember the question I asked you on this show last week? What were we talking about? The Scotland game, and I said which oh, players from the Jim past Holton. would you put in your team? Mm-hmm. And, and I cannot believe he didn't know who Jim Holton. You said Jim Holton. You just said it was a bit before your time, which is you know no harm done. Oh, um, but this. Letter has taken <laughs> issue with that Oh really? Okay. It's, it's Mark yeah, Wilson yeah. And it says The late great Jim Holden As a football supporter I couldn't believe You mm. had never heard of him well In done. my opinion You Along with Gordon DL oh. Are a joke <laughs> Says this letter I love, here, here. I love how he's addressed it to me And brought you into it Right away <laughs> In the first paragraph <laughs> You should not be near the radio oh, This letter oh, says well, I'm the first to think of uh, Maybe You should be in there's a local supermarket here I'll just skip over it Other supermarkets are available what? On the trolleys He says And to be fair It's a very rude letter already What is wrong With that I don't like to think You're looking down your nose At that That you, you Whoever it is That's what listen uh, Both of yous are. Being, this is the best bit To be fair you, Both of yous are being paid £300 an hour <laughs> And that's uh, uh, That's my pay More than that That's my um, accounting uh, which is disgraceful for two numpties And numpties is underlined twice <laughs> in capital oh, letters yeah, yeah. <laughs> You should be shown the door Blah 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 and so on That's and so forth positive fan mail. Well whoever's <laughs> taking the time to write that I must, uh, I must commend t- you Signed at the bottom I must say thanks, um, for, thanks for listening Hold on who signed it? Signed it's not the breaking chairman is uh, it? Kel- Kelly Wilson It says at the bottom <laughs> But listen, thanks, thanks for listening to the show. And, Obviously, uh, listen very closely as well. So you've, yeah. to see, you've got to take these things as a compliment. Because oh, don't let, don't miss opinions. a trick. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep the fan mail coming. Uh, we're right back to the eighties and nineties radio opening fan mail. Alan, no, none and of the Twitter stuff. Alan Rutherford, thank you very much for the call on Nicola Katic It's zero one four one nine five one one zero two five, and we've got a full time teaser for the numpties next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, getting you full compensation. Is their goal Talk to Thompsons.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Derek McInnes The Aberdeen manager Says he wishes it was January the 1st Talk about wishing your life away mm. Skipping over Halloween And Guy Fawkes And Christmas And my birthday Nevertheless uh, He wants to get straight To January the 1st So that the transfer window Is open He's that desperate To add to his squads It got me thinking Is, is anyone Already desperate for the transfer window to be open Or is it too early Are you happy with your squad so far We're going to hear from Derek McInnes Let's hear from you 01419511025 Full time teaser Yes This should be good Yes This should be good with you two tonight honestly <laughs> Do you know what a vowel is? Yeah You sure? Yeah Describe it A E O U Missed one Missed Missed one Yeah I was only given a description of what it was. I didn't think I had to get through everything. So you just missed out the middle one and named the rest. Right, come on. Anyway, let's just double checking because if you didn't know, we'd be in trouble. Right, okay. Right. Eric Duff has sent tonight's question in full time at collectone.com. Oh, it's not a good start, let me tell you. Right. You're going to struggle with this. Please listen carefully. Yeah. The last 10 non Scots who have played for Rangers. Mm hmm. Been capped for their country Yep And whose surname begins 
with a vowel. That's A, E, O and U And I as well <laughs> Played with Rangers So we're looking right. for the last 10 non-Scots Who've played for Rangers uh-huh. Have been capped by their country right. And whose surname begins with a vowel Arfield Quite a lot to take in Who? Scott Arfield Ah great shout Shows you're working What's that? Shows you're working Explain uh, why Begins with an A Aye uh-huh. And he's been capped by, by Canada Canada Ran the show against America, didn't he? Happy with that? Scott yep. Arfield, well done. Yeah. Right, okay. Go Over to you. He's going to ask me to repeat the question. I know it. He does it every time. I'm not. I've got the question. It's a problem with the answers I've got. <laughs> so it's our <laughs> setting names. Let's get this right. Yeah, yeah see, when I said errors. their surname oh, begins sorry. with I didn't hear the surname. Oh, there's an A's in there. A. Come on. Well, apart from Arfield. Oh, oh. I've gave you. Ojo. Who's he been capped by? Hi, Nigeria. No. no, no, Nigeria. That's, <laughs> That's a repo. A repo. I'll keep going, right? Ojo. No, Ojo. No. Arfield and Aribo are two. You've got eight to go. Twitter's going to nail this one. I know for a fact. People on Twitter will absolutely squish this. Uh, what are you? What are you counting out with your fingers? <laughs> this is not a counting exercise. E I O U. Why? Don't they count? E. Come on. Egg No. You go. Oh, you go. Brilliant. Brilliant. That is oh, brilliant. Oh, oh, oh yes, we're off and running. Four England caps. Okay, we'll leave it there. You've got three. If you want to play along, and please do, because these two need all the help they can that? get. Can I write it down in my E H I O G U. You can call him Hugo If it's easier Uh, Looking for the last 10 non-Scots Who've played for Rangers Been capped by their country And whose surname begins with a vowel Thank you to Eric Duff For sending the question in tonight If you want to hear your question In the show in the future Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's what you need Um, You've got You've got a that's decent You've yeah. got 3 out of 10 So you don't need to worry about it You can put it in the back burner And we'll just keep that Ticking along between now And the end of the show Okay yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Matt says Amaruso, but I says no. I didn't say Amaruso. He yeah. did. No, he didn't. Because the reason I know it's not Amaruso, because that was part of the question Tuesday. He only had Cannavaro and Nesta in front of him. Yeah, but it was part of the quiz on Tuesday. Anyway, let's hear from Derek McInnes. He says he wishes the transfer window was opening tomorrow. They've suffered a raft of injuries this season, Aberdeen. The majority hitting certain areas, midfielders, defence as well, of course, and these summer signings. January is normally a market where you, a window where you have to react to the situation in terms of injuries, suspensions. So, um, I wish it was the first of January tomorrow and we could get some reinforcements in, but it isn't. And unfortunately, that's where we are. We've got to to deal with the situation and uh, as best we can. Um, but you know, I think everywhere else, I think clearly midfield's an issue, and that's why Ferguson getting sent off brings an added frustration for me because not only. Would it be? It's so important that he's available for us. He was actually brilliant in the game um, against Hibs. So we're losing a very good player through suspension. Um, and added to the injuries, it's it's been uh, far from helpful. Uh, so he wishes it was January tomorrow. Such as the 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 need for for players. I, I said the season was slowly but surely. You know, the the beginning of the season was going further away from us into the distance already. Teams looking at the January window Yeah I think Aberdeen More than most I mean we mentioned Hearts earlier on With the injuries And in, in key players But Aberdeen Pretty similar um, You know Devlin been out for a while McKenna You know Stops Fits and starts You know Bryson Guys who have come up the road Now he's got suspensions With Ferguson I mean key players And I think we saw that When they went to Ibrox I think that was the The height of the injury 
problems at Aberdeen and I take nothing away from Rangers because Rangers were outstanding on the day but Derek when you looked at the team there was a lot of young players in there and experienced and you know he, he may have looked at his bench and thought is this the right environment to pitch his players into um, so I do feel for managers at times when they get these you know injuries all at the one time but it's it's important that he starts to get players back I mean McKenna back in training uh, he played you know, the last back, game yeah, didn't he he back one, fit um, so he's getting one or two back and that will definitely boost Aberdeen it's been a wee bit of a false false start for them a false dawn if you like but I'm sure once Aberdeen get their full squad back fully fit they'll be much much better than what they are but I mean you know what fans are like a lot of Aberdeen fans just see the results they don't see behind the scenes and calling for Derek McInnes to go I don't think that's fair on them at all I think he deserves time to get his full squad back and see where that takes him I think uh, hoping for January comes uh, uh, <laughs> a shout of desperation uh, just now um, There's just what? a lot of games before then isn't there? Uh, yeah exactly and um, obviously like Hearts he'll be wanting all these main players back but Aberdeen have got a big squad up there as well um, the one thing that you always looked at Aberdeen if they were struggling they always had a good youths coming through and Aberdeen weren't frightened of giving youth an opportunity I mean so they have done that I mean I yeah. know as Dean Campbell played recently a couple of times starred for the under 19s mm-hmm. in that, that big win against mm-hmm. Germany yeah. the other night well, in fact Mark Wilson's relation yeah I scored the goal aye aye very good goal Yep. Is that I mean, how close is he getting to, to knocking you off the, the favourite footballer in the family? Oh, he's miles well, away. What's so. the relation to you? It's it's quite tense. So my bro- well, no, my brother in law is his nephew, but you know what I mean, the other side. So my sister's husband is his mm-hmm. nephew. Josh McPake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you send Christmas cards or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had yeah, the, yeah, I seen him around Christmas. So a, a goal I mean it was under nineteens, a goal against Germany that that's Some goal. pretty good. Yep, very, very good. Yep. The you, is it, for the is it as close as that is it? Still doesn't compare to your old firm goal. Is that is that what you're hanging Not on to? Right, okay. Not a chance. Just or, or, just or Gordon Dale's goal against Wraith Rovers. That no, four Wraith Rovers. Uh, yeah, four Wraith Rovers. It actually popped up on Twitter today yeah, just as you sure. came into the office. It was quite spooky. You sat down next to me. You always sit a bit too close. Makes me uneasy. And um, and just as you sat down, the next tweet that appeared was from Wraith Rovers, who inexplicably shared the video. Of the goal And me Mark and I I mean I've seen the goal before Obviously oh, yeah. You speak about it all the time But I we don't. we watched about it We watched it And you know We analysed it Looked at it a bit closer He almost misses it Doesn't he <sighs> not, By the way I thought you were offside At first glance I That's, actually went back It was a great camera angle Just onside It's it more your about, celebration was, uh, My celebration uh, was Absolutely great It was a good goal Cup final goal Hair colour as well I know You've not played in the cup finals And scored You've played I didn't score in the Scottish Cup final No you didn't Against Motherwell You've been yep. trying to take <laughs> that one No Scott. you haven't There's no, a Stephen Craig on goal Let's all day be honest long. No you haven't uh, But I've got to say It's all about timing it's Predator all... in the box Predator You know what I mean They had, they couldn't match my pace Yeah sure um, Back to Derek McInneson Actually talking about football Which would be nice um, And of course Gordon There's no doubt they'll They'll have designs on, on third this season It's far too early to have written that mm-hmm. off And if that's the case This weekend's trip to Motherwell is is perfect It's a, it's a, a great fixture for us to look forward to um, And a, a, a potential battle for third if you like um, Yeah and I've got to say I fancy Motherwell strongly Gordon uh, Especially oh, at really? home Yeah especially at home 
Um, you know they're they're playing some real good stuff. I watched them against St Mirren uh, before the international break, and it was a to me a comfortable one, and they should have scored more. I just think they've got something about them just now, Motherwell, uh, playing with a lot of confidence, and they're you know over five thousand at Fir Park, which was terrific against St Mirren. And to be fair to St Mirren fans, they played their part, um, and I just think with Aberdeen coming. Motherwell sitting in third. The season that they've they're having just now, uh, they've got guys that can score goals. They've got good pace. Uh, Gallagher's been uh, put into the Scotland squad as well. I just think there's a lot happening there, and I just fancy Motherwell to win that one. Any Motherwell fans out there backing up Gordon Diel's claim, or Aberdeen fans? Your manager's already longing for the transfer window to be open. Good time for you to get in touch. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's one of the. Standout fixtures this weekend, is it not? As uh, I get what Daz's saying, I think Motherwell won maybe five of their last six, something along those lines. Very, very impressive. I'm going to go for an Aberdeen one. No, I disagree with Daz as uh, I've you, often done tonight. You've but just disagreed with I, him all night. I no. think I just think you know Devlin coming back. I wonder if he'll actually play because he didn't start the last game. But Devlin come back, mate. His international debut. Now I'm again coming back. You got Cosgrove, guys like that. I think this Scott may McKenna presumably fit still if he, if he, if he made his return before I the break I think it makes a difference um, I'm going to go for an Aberdeen one I think this might just kickstart their, their season mm, He must be looking for loan players off of McInnes at Aberdeen for breaking I suspect yeah <laughs> yeah he's nodding his head yeah Dell will get a 4-0 victory <laughs> no I, I don't know how you can uh, back that up I just think Motherwell playing too well no, I think it's hardy um, I think I'll be first to get you a text Too strong Yeah I'll be looking for I think you should concentrate On your own game first Because the Scottish Cup Is your bread and butter Because by the look of the league I think that's gone um, So No I'll be looking forward <laughs> To the game on Saturday I love coming on here On a Thursday Just before the weekend's action <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what does the January transfer? If Derek McInnes is desperate for it, what does the January transfer window hold for for breaking? Oh quid. no! Look, I know I made a joke about it earlier. I raised my hand, but to be fair, this is this week we're looking at our strongest. We're getting boys back for injury. You're up so to fourteen fit players now. <laughs> fifteen actually, fifteen wow. fit players. So uh, beats twelve and thirteen what we've had. So. Ah, looking forward to it We're in a good position just now Still plenty of time for you To get your calls in tonight The guys are here until just before 8 So anything that you've agreed Or disagreed with That we've covered so far Or maybe something new Something you feel That hasn't been brought up yet And you want to speak about it This is the perfect time to do so 0141 951 1025 If you would rather tweet That's fine You can find us At Clyde SSB On Twitter as well Now at this time of the night We're always In the midst of a full time teaser We basically You send the questions in and we give the guys the final 30 minutes or so of the show to see if they can come up with the answers. This has got a great response on Twitter, this one. Mm. I must say. So thank you to Eric for the question. Can you name the last 10 non-Scots who've played for Rangers, <clears throat> been capped by their country, and whose surname begins with a vowel? So you've got Scott Arfield, Joe Aribo, Ugo Egeog. You've got three of the 10 so far. I've got a cracker. I'll decide if it's a cracker, if you don't mind. He was capped by Portugal. Bruno. Oh, good one, Bruno. Yeah, Alves. yeah, yeah. That's a cracker. He was only capped ninety six times as well. Yeah, just, yeah, just snuck yeah. In there. I just came in. Just the ninety five more than Mark. Is go on, Mark. Emerson too far back? Yeah, he's not on the list, is he? No, no, okay. Good effort. It was a good effort, wasn't it? Mm, nah, nah, it's not great. Alberts too far back. Just yep. 
Yeah, he's at, He's in. No, he's he's just out of the the top, <sighs> oh. the the latest ten, if you like. Adamchuk. He's just behind Albert. Oh. He's there. T- this is what's so good about Eric when he sends the questions in. He's given you the top ten. He's actually given me eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth just for a just for a, a talking point. So you've got Alberts and the Damchuk are just outside the top ten. Mm. Who, who have we got, Gordon? You've got Alves, Arfield, Aribo, Egiog. Edu. Egiog, Edu. Morris Edu. Yeah. Brilliant. Well done. Forty-six yeah. caps for the USA. That's fine I think we'll leave that one there We're still looking for another One, oh, no. two, three, four, five I promise you There is one you will never get Even if we stay here Until six o'clock tomorrow morning You'll never get it But hopefully we'll get the rest next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard The perfect time for you to call though Because there's still ten minutes If you want to have your say on tonight's show We'll be able to squeeze you in Give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 I'll Put your point across to the guys You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB um, We are trying our best with tonight's full-time teaser Now if you want to hear your question on the show in the future The address you need is fulltime at clyde1.com We'd love to have them So fulltime at clyde1.com Send them in, we'll take a look Eric sent this one in tonight Takes a bit of thinking The last 10 non-Scots who've played for Rangers Have been capped by their country And whose surname begins with a vowel You've got Bruno Alves, Scott Arfield, Joe Aribo, Morris, Edu, Ugo, Egeog some great answers coming in on on, tweet, on, on Twitter, Twitter On Twitter Token Jester's throwing a couple in there as well Just to, to help you out But I'm not going to tell you at the moment um, What else have we got? We've come Mitchell up has beauty. got a cracker no. Well done to Mitchell um, We've got one even Eric hasn't got I feel for Mark Forsyth Because he's thrown what, what seems like a cracker in there But he's just out oh. on the time Who is it? It's wrong anyway So may as well tell us Eagle Austin Stad oh, Says wow. Mark Forsyth I rub him off. Unfortunately he's 11th <laughs> On the list But honestly Great great attempts John Payton's thrown some in Your old pal Nervous Driver He's got a, ah, some he's thrown some in there goal. as well Yeah right. You're on Twitter getting there He got Morris Edu <laughs> Edu right. You already got yeah, him That's got him Got oh, another one Oh brilliant Between us we got this Oh go for it Well I said it And Daz Nodded <laughs> Fraser Aird yeah, I think the public need to know that that was Mark's shout. You took nothing to do no, with that. No, no, you no, didn't. no. You, come on. I, I heard him. To him yeah. There's an A in there, a winger for Canada. Not rubbish. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> Mark got it on his own. Yeah. Fraser Aird, well That's done. It's all about Mark. Isn't it? Yeah, thanks. Four yeah. to go. Ah, we're struggling. We are struggling. Mm. One does. He's one. I gave a bit four, Mark. Uh, is it no. clue time Gordon? Absolutely not No Nah no chance Still time to get, to get your calls in 01419511025 uh, Let's check on Twitter there's, Certainly there's a lot of tweets coming to read out oh. Matthew King Matthew King's gone back to one of the, the topics from earlier on Which is absolutely fine He says uh, I feel it's good That Julian is promising more for the fans to look forward to It gets them excited He just needs to back it up on the pitch This has gone back to this tweet that Christopher Julian sent basically apologising for his Livy performance He used the word nervous People think that was maybe lost in translation Which is okay Um, But says he got a wake-up call from the Livingston Strikers Um, What type of... Is it a very different challenge then? Is it, you know, is it Celtic Park against Ross County this weekend? So any... Potential fears that anyone has Do they need to wait to find out Will they not be answered on Saturday uh, I don't think so I think Celtic 
will find it pretty comfortable against Ross County. Uh, I think they'll react in the the correct manner, and I don't think Julian will be under serious pressure like he was at times against Livy, and probably what he will be against Aberdeen. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how much you can you'll be able to judge him on Saturday, but. I think that with a tweet like that, you're always looking for the response in, in the games like Aberdeen or away from home. So the Celtic fans have got a couple of weeks to to wait for it. I, I mean, I don't I, I don't have any problem with Julian coming out and saying, look, I had a bad game and I, I promised better. It's just certain wording that that didn't sit right. Um, but the proof will be in the pudding when he, he goes and plays in these difficult venues like Livingston was, if he can... Performed better than he did uh, two weeks ago. Do you think he's is putting a little bit more pressure on himself, Mark? Be coming out with that? Uh, well, is it like it flagging up, up, highlighting it, or yeah. is it just honest? You, you like it? I, I, I like it, Gordon. Mm. I don't think there's a lot up with it. Um, I think that on Saturday, no disrespect to Ross County, but you'd imagine that they'll come with a game plan that most teams go to Parkhead with, is sit everyone behind the ball, try and frustrate the Celtic, make it as difficult as they can. Uh, so I don't think I'll be a problem uh, Saturday um, They go to Petordre And you know Cosgrove is a big lad Likes to put himself about That's when the test will come for him St Mirren fans You're going to have to act quick There is still time to squeeze your call in We're going to hear from Kirk Broadfoot So let us know what you make of this 01419511025 uh, The St Mirren defender believes Their strikers should look to Chris Boyd For inspiration uh, they've scored only three times in the league this season, but they do have one of the best defensive records. Broadfoot says they all have an important part to play. From my point of view, as long as we clean, clean sheets, it's job done for me, personally. As I say, it's one of those things. I had it last year at Command. I went through seven games where we never conceded, but if we keep doing the right things and keep getting into areas, it will come eventually. If we keep a clean sheet, we're giving the boys up top a chance. Um, if we go and let in two or three... Goals, the game's dead and buried, so the confidence, uh, everyone will get down. Um, but it's not just the strikers, there's midfielders, there's myself at set players. We, we need to chip in as well, so yeah, it's, it's probably a difficult time for the strikers just now, um, and everyone's touching on it, so they're probably looking at it even more, but I'm sure that they're, they're mentally strong enough that they'll, they'll go out there and if they get a chance. I played with probably the, the best natural striker about I've seen is Chris Boyd. Um, he did not let any chance miss bother him whatsoever. He just believed no matter if he missed ten chances, he would score. It's been ongoing for a few weeks now. Goal scoring's a problem for St Mirren. They play St Johnston at the weekend. Battle of the Saints, eleventh versus twelfth. Is it? Is it? Is it too early? Well, I think it is. I think I know the answer to this one. But is it too early to be thinking of that as a sort of relegation battle, bottom of the table clash? Call it what you will. I mean, I know it uh, undeniably is a bottom of the table yeah. clash. It's still quite tight at the bottom of the table uh, just now. That's the only thing. Uh, I mean, a, a couple of the teams. I think a few of the pundits on this show have, have suggested that that could be the way the league shapes up at the end. Um, but there's certainly time for them to get out of it. Um, but Kurt Broff is right there. You need a goal scorer to get out. Uh, uh, those situations uh, Unfortunately for the two sides They don't seem to have that just now um, So they definitely could be doing with something And Jim Goodwin obviously You know Brought in a, a bunch of new guys And they're still trying to find their feet So Certainly need somebody to score the goals Because at the back They're, they're looking not too bad And Kirk Broadfoot there saying Gordon I mean I'm a defender If, if I keep a clean sheet It's Probably just job done for me yeah. It's over to you lot <laughs> I love that Because I used to say I've scored Keep a clean sheet 
I've done my job. No, he's got to, I think. Uh, Real team player. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but um, I watched St. Mern at Fir Park, and I've got to say, I think it's got to be a long season for him. Um, as an important game against St. Johnston for both teams, especially St. Johnston down there at the bottom of the table, struggling badly. They need a victory as well. Where the goals are going to come from, uh, I don't really know. I, 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 th- I thought against Mother Wogan, when they had chances to play the ball forward quickly, they seemed to go back the way, St. Man. How much of that becomes self fulfilling then because you're lacking the confidence maybe mm-hmm. to take those chances? <sighs> Once you get into that, Cycle mark yeah, Have you seen that difficult. in the past It's tough to be Yeah it's difficult I mean especially You know my first time round You know at clubs like Dundee United When you, you get into the The habit uh, And not scoring goals Then you automatically Stop creating chances If that makes any sense And you Then you end up like What Kurt Broadfoot's saying there Just try and keep a clean sheet And it becomes difficult If you're in that cycle Daz will know better than me As a striker though But you get one or two goals And you're off and running And the confidence then lifts So I mean, St. Johnson on the other side, you think with their O'Halloran and, and guys like Stevie May, you think they'd score a, a good few from them. But yeah, it's not that they're having the problems scoring, though. Yeah, oh, no, without a doubt. But I mean, a striker can, can be lifted with, with goals. Uh, so Jim Goodwin, obviously looking for his, his guys that he's brought in to get off the mark and running. And if Kirk Broadfoot keeps doing his job of keeping clean sheets, the two combined just lift you up the table. Uh, okay, let's round off tonight's full-time teaser then I think we're, we're close enough to the end mm. of the show uh, Right, Eric sent it in If you want to hear your question Full-time at Clyde1.com That's the address you need So, he's looking for the last 10 non-Scots Who've played for Rangers Been capped by their country And whose surname begins with a vowel Guys like Fraser, Aird, Bruno, Alves, Scott, Arfield, Joe, Aribo, Morris, Edu And Ugo Egeog You've got Six right so far. When have we got ten to go? Uh, four to go. Four to go. Gabriel Amato. No. No. Two. That was two thousand. Too early. Something. Ortiz. Even now, I've got caught. Nope. Um. One. One of them's an absolute cracker. Absolute cracker. Uh, probably somebody will never get. What about? I don't know. Ian McMonagall's got one of the ones that you don't have yeah. uh, Someone deserves a major bit Johnny Reid Johnny Reid is my MVP My man of the match Because Johnny, Johnny has got the one that you'll never get Are you sure about that? A hundred percent Okay If I'm you get this, someone's text you Simple as that No, my phone's lying there You can see my phone Right, come on We need. Go, we need uh, what about big centre halves? Oh, oh It might be two Marvin Andrews? Yes, well done Oh, I get you I Okay Um a winger very much in, in you I think in your era, Mark. Yeah. A winger. Capped by Nigeria. Oh. I know. A Luko. Sonny Aluko. It's easy when you've got a couple of clues, isn't it? I don't know. Right? I'm not find it that easy. If I tell you this guy's nationality, you'll oh, He's Georgian. Ah, uh, Avaladzi. Did I not say Avaladzi? No. I've got Avaladzi down. Avaladzi. And the last one, oh. this is this is There's ridiculous. A killer, is it? He's been <laughs> capped by Antigua and Barbuda. Um, he only made one appearance for Rangers But it was an old firm game At Celtic Park Where does it start with? A very biblical first name Jesus <laughs> Moses Yes Moses That's, uh, Moses who? Basket Moses <laughs> Moses Ashikodi 
Yeah, someone got it on Twitter. I'll leave no you with way. that one. We're back tomorrow night at six o'clock. Uh, stay where you are because Stephen Mill is up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com.